This is the I Black Man Podcast, Offensively Black. It's me, it's me, it's M-A-P. Yo, what up, though? What it is, what it doing, what it do, all that good stuff. Your boy is tired. Sitting here, fourth quarter, about to drop this episode the day after the Super Bowl. Hold up, hold up. We got Grizz in the studio, y'all. She got scared. Working with it. Come here. Come on. Okay, come this way. I'm sorry, you can lay down. Good girl. All right, so we in the studio with Grace. You know what I'm saying? This day after the Super Bowl, trying to wrap this up with this episode. We did. Uh, I mean, my Bubby and me, which is what it's called. We did a good review. Uh, no, no, no. Good girl. Thank you. So this day after the Super Bowl, woke up this morning feeling kind of aggy. I don't know why. It just was. Maybe I don't know. Something about the Super Bowl was just real interesting to me. That how. No. No. Sit. 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 Good girl. Good girl. Sit. So anyway, for a certain kind of way, I find it real funny with the Super Bowl and with the whole pandemic. And I'm not really tripping about it all from the from pandemic point. People are stupid, I believe, on a lot of levels, even though I am a human being. <sighs> we are, our time is almost up, but that's another conversation for another time. I always find it funny that all these niggas is over here cheering. Fucking Tom Brady. Maybe I'm a hater because I'm a Michigan State fan. Go green, go right. You know what I'm saying? But I just think it's funny these niggas are avid. Donald Trump supporter. Niggas, you've seen his hat in the locker rooms and all that good shit. But a lot of the same niggas who was last couple weeks ago, months ago, talk about fuck Trump. All these niggas were going out of business. They putting their, you know, censors, that's censors, sanction. You know what I'm saying. They're going after the people. Excuse the noise in the background. This old ass, oh, I ain't say mahogany. This old ass wooded house. Yeah, the same people who was talking all this and that and, and saying cash shit about Trump and anybody who loved him is is cheering for this nigga, calling him the GOAT. And I understand shit. Nigga got seven Super Bowl rings. That's something. In that conversation, I will not take that shit away from that man, but in all seriousness, keep it real. Nigga, you, I don't, I fuck the other side, but I just find that shit funny to me. And then that shit extends to other things, and it's like I was talking to my wife. It's funny to me, a lot of people don't stand for the same shit that I do, or in my opinion, stand for shit at all. But I understand I am an extremist, and I have my problems, just like me and my wife were just uh, talking about, she was saying about how, you know, if people get a divorce, and like, you know, taking care of each other, even if you're not together, you know, you won't, you, you don't hate the other person, and for me, I don't understand that shit. She was getting mad at me trying to explain that shit to me because I'm like, I don't I don't see how is that to my benefit. Like, if we're not together, we're going through a divorce, nigga. It's me versus you. I don't understand that other shit after that. I would definitely, nigga, you ain't my friend. Maybe I'm not mature enough. Some people be like, oh, we can do that shit. I'm on some fucking, uh... <laughs> oh, who is that, John Mulaney? Nigga, you can't see me naked and know all my secrets and then... And, and, have met my parents. You got to go. Be on some Wendy Testerberg or South Park shit. Shoot your ass into the center of the sun. But I'm smart enough to know that shit might not be normal. But it's funny. Like I said, and I can't expect everybody to be on a shit like me. You know, like everybody, like everything ain't so serious. You know, 
And you're like, why? So serious. Plug. But I don't know, man. It's just, uh, am I the only nigga who think of this shit? You know what I'm saying? But I don't know. Moving along. I also found out later on my fucking, uh, what is it? Linktree link got banned by Instagram. Nobody told me shit. I didn't know. So maybe that's why niggas plays is down. I don't know. So I got to find a way to get around that shit. I'm like, am I shadow banned? No, I don't think so. Why would they ban my shit? I found out because I was trying to promote something. Coming up after this right here, a little bit that I'm, I'm, I'm talking on. Part I do, me and my moms. Me and Bubby, you know, my Bubby and me. We review um, PBS, I think American Masters. What it is to be free. I'm too lazy to look at the phone. That's right, because I've done this shit like 50, 11 times. But I thought it was very fitting that me and my mom reviewed this because this very podcast would not exist if 50 or so odd years ago, a black girl in Detroit was ordered by a teacher to pick up a piece of paper on the floor. She pointed out that she did not drop that piece of paper. She should not have to pick it up. Teacher said it didn't matter. Everyone should play their part. And then the teacher tore it up and a whole bunch of pieces of paper. Say, okay, look, you, so-and-so, so-and-so, and so-and-so are picking up pieces of paper. Fine, is that fair? Where's your piece of paper? Listen to the office. That woman had a child named Maps. Told that child she loved him more than anything in the world, and it was fucking awesome that he was black. Set his mind on shit differently. Told him, hey, you like Martin Luther King? He was like, hey, all right, but I'm not really feeling that. Hey, check out this nigga named Malcolm X. Like, word? Yeah, check this out. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, check out these niggas called the Black Panther Party. I like where this is going. Yeah, 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 check out that Turner, man. There's some stuff out there. And when I came to her, I was like, hey, I'm thinking. If we being oppressed, right? She's like, yeah. They wouldn't want us to read about Malcolm, would they? No, son. They would want you to read about the guy who's like, um, nonviolence and march and take that ass whooping. Exactly, son. Hmm. So I was the only kid in class because of that doing fucking Black Panther speeches and, 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 and reports and shit and Black History Month. And the teacher thanked my mom one time in middle school. And, you know, it was like, why? He was like, because I can't teach this shit because I can only teach what they say we can teach. But if the students bring up shit or they choose to do a book report on something, I can't censor them. And that was my first taste of peeping. This shit, it's levels to this shit. You know what I'm saying? One of the things, the reason why I named this episode is what is a, what is a weak black woman or what is a ble- weak woman? Well, I think, yeah, weak black woman is because I come from a long line of strong, at times belligerent black women. My mom, every bit. Five foot three, five foot four, maybe five foot five if she stretch it. My dad's six feet. Nigga one time got a line called a bitch or something. Had to call my grandma. Can you go get this woman? My mom was swinging the iron around by the cord. No, who you calling bitch now? Come on, bring it back. My grandma, the same woman who would chase the niggas away, who was trying to turn the water off. Had no weapon, just yelling and screaming. They didn't come back. That's how they kept this shit off. I came from, from like all, literally all the women I knew growing up. Really, even in my neighborhood was take no shit women. 
you know. So that's all I knew black women. That's all I knew black women to be. And I bring this up to say that that is the beauty of black women. And with this this documentary, we we uh, review, which I please check it out because I think it's on PBS.com or they will they show it and they might show it again. But check it out. And just just the stories about Lena Horne and Nina Simone and Diane Carroll. And and just just it just was just showed you how much we've how far we've come. And then, like Bubby said, sadly, how far we really haven't come. But. I thought it was an ill conversation to have one of my favorite people who who, who woken me up and, and opened my eyes to so many things in blackness. And when times when me and my old man were butt heads because his blackness had a limit, mine's didn't. I'm like, you're going to die. They're going to kill you, boy. Fuck it. No, oh, shoot. I'd rather be alive and y'all call me whatever you want. Nah, shit. Nah. You know what I'm saying? But... I hope you guys enjoy listening to this as much as I did making this and as much struggle I put into recording this. I've tried to simplify and get more things out of dropping for my podcast by thinking I'll do it twice a week. I want to get more content for y'all because my plan is, and I'm not lying, I do not want to fucking go back to working a nine to five. If I can get on and do this shit, my podcast blow up and I make enough money to take care of my family and I drop dead, mission fucking accomplished. And the beauty of it is I died doing what the fuck I like doing or love, depending on how it's going. So that's that. My sleep schedule has been kind of different because my wife and my mother have been beating me over the head, strong black women, by not taking five hours and not taking so many. Smart thing is, I tell them, I have to create more time so I can do more shit. I'm competing against motherfuckers who are already on. I want to be so good at my shit that fucking Joe Button hears my shit and quits. Nigga, you know what I'm saying? I want Bill Burr to hear this shit and fucking flip. I want to get hit his shit. I want Conan to hear this shit and want to interview me on who wants to be a friend. That's the fucking mountaintop. You know what I'm talking about? So I work hard. I try to get my NPR sound. I know people laugh because I ain't nowhere near it, but I'm trying. And that's what slows me up. Like the cover for this episode right now, I just finished it. The idea I wanted to do was real intricate, which was bordering it down for me, but I have to get this shit out. I use so much time and worry about shit that I'll put shit out way after the shit is relevant. And I know relevancy is the game. So I'm fighting with myself. I'm fighting with the artists within myself, if that makes any sense. Because this is a fucking podcast. Everybody's thinking that deep true so anyway i'm gonna leave it at that hit up the email you already know what it is i black man at uh, facebook eye black man on instagram i black man with the i on youtube so feel free to hit me up also email e-y-e-b-l-a-c-k man at no i black man podcast e-y-e at gmail.com all right y'all be so to speak quick to listen i'll let y'all later Hey, yo, what up? How y'all doing? It's another episode of My Bubby and Me. I am the me, Miles Amadeus Prower, and I am here with my mother, the Bubby and Bubby. 
What's up, Bobby? Hey, what's up? What's up? So we're here again with another movie review. Well, not really a movie. A review. Just a review for y'all. This is like, more like a documentary. It's a documentary by PBS. It's called... Yeah. One second. Let me check this out. It's called American Masters, How It Feels to Be Free. The synopsis, more or less, is a documentary that tells the inspiring story of how six iconic African-American women entertainers, Lena Horne, Abby Lincoln, Nina Simone... Diane Carroll, Cicely Tyson, and Pam Greer challenged the entertainment industry deeply complicit in perpetuating racist stereotypes and transformed themselves and their audiences in the progress. Yeah. They didn't, they, nothing was missed. That's pretty much what it was about. And um, I had been trying to get my moms to watch this for a minute because I figured she would really um, enjoy it. And I didn't think it was going to hit me uh, personally as, as deep as it did. And yeah. it's just um, I don't know, like for me, it's just since I've been having I've had four daughters and since I've been having daughters, I have like a brand new appreciation just for black women in general. You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's just it's just to see that movie, it's see the documentary about just all these great iconic people who you didn't I didn't yeah. know went through things like Lena Horn. I didn't think like she caught it bad. Same with uh uh Fickley Tyson. Yeah. And it's like, um, you just remember her from everything she's done, you know, but you never put all of it together. Yeah. And then when you look at this, it's like, oh my goodness, it's almost like telling what it was like when she was born. Yeah. Because that's what she did. She told us what it was like for her. So, yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and it just, it just showed how, like, it's just for us, our people, and it's just like everything we do, you're not doing it just for yourself. Nigga, I don't care if you're like the world's greatest underwater polo player. Best believe we all on your back <laughs> doing what you're doing. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, and it shows a lot of times like with Lena Horne, she was the first black woman or as they say, Negro woman back then. I guess signed this contract that pretty much guaranteed she would not be pegged into playing racist servitude roles and stuff like that. And then it was very interesting. They showed the backlash of that. They like tried to keep her like almost white didn't they yeah yeah and then that that was something for me i thought was really interesting that it was the plight of her because back then on black and white lena horn didn't look black she looked straight yeah. white you no, know what i'm didn't. saying and you wouldn't know wasn't like she was rocking an afro or nothing like that so and then you know and then they had this whole thing about how they wanted her to pass as a, a latin or something to play this role when they developed this this face cream or whatever to make her appear slightly yeah. darker and then they took yeah. that same stuff and gave it to a white woman and got her to play the role you know, and even like I was saying with that, uh, with the deal that she got for, for black people and, and, you know, to do better and stuff and how she was trying to set a standard. Black people were mad because niggas, I've been eating for a minute just doing these mammy rolls and all this stuff and that. And why is you hating on what I'm doing? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then for that, they they did keep their word. We're not going to make you pay these roles because, nigga, you ain't about to do no movies. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? We're going to yeah. have you sing. But, so you just won't do nothing. Yeah, you ain't going to do nothing. And, mm -hmm. you know, and then it's just to look at it. For me, it was crazy because by the time I was born, these people were established, you know, like Diane Carroll, yeah. Cicely Tyson. And it's just crazy even now. And of course, rest in peace, Miss Cicely Tyson. You know what I'm saying? It's it's it's, it's yeah. messed up. I feel a, a greater loss with Cicely than almost anybody, you know, lately, because it's just like she's been around almost all of my life. 
you know, that I can remember seeing her in movies and stuff like that. And even the fact that she stood her own ground and demand for things to be going the way that she wanted it. And she got it. You know, she had to work a little bit, but she got it. She got treated the way she yeah, wanted. Yeah. And, you know, and you didn't hear no stories about her or anything. Every once in a while back in the day, it was Miles Davis or something like that. But it was always good things with her. She just stayed blessed. Yeah, yeah. And stayed this is like blessed. she was saying, she made a good point, And they were saying... Like she says, I'm an actor who works every two to three years and people say you're lucky. And she was like, no, that's how often a good role comes around. That's not a yep. stereotype. That's something that I can feel that pl- conveys a message for me and my people. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. that that to me was just dope. That You know, you got somebody who's doing something and while you're doing what you're doing, you're also thinking about your people, you know, and it just made me think how all these women impacted my life. And how I seen things like I remember seeing Lena Horne when I was younger. I think she was on Sesame Street and the Cosby Show. And I'm thinking like, yeah. that's the prettiest lady I've ever seen in my life. Oh, she looks like she doesn't even <laughs> sweat. Oh, man, she looks like she just glided, like she didn't even walk. And it's just like, oh, man, you know, and I would have never known who she was. And I sing and the way she talk, I believe you sing. OK, whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's just these are black stuff I didn't see. And just seeing this like, dog, I didn't know I liked that. And it's just so many things like uh, with Diane Carroll. Like Nina Simone and Abby mm. Lincoln, they were doing things their way yeah. as far as their hair and everything. They really just kind of broke a lot of stuff for all, a lot of black women. For a lot of black women, they really did. They um, the, the way that they presented themselves on stage and stuff, it was like, you know, yeah. like everybody else. They refused to wear the, you know, the, the press their hair or anything like that. And, that was just beautiful. It was a really good movie. I mean, what is it? Documentary, but it, it was it was really good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and it's just just it's we could be here all day talking about this because if it just and, and just for yeah. me watching this for or having Betty at reviewing this for my mother, who is the person who gave me who's pretty much besides my wife the reason why I'm doing said podcast I'm doing now. Yeah. The reason why I'm so black. The person who, when I was little, was just like, dude, I love you. You know why I love you so much? Because I'm your son. And you know why? Why? Because you're black as hell. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. And I love it. If you got blacker, I love you more. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Yeah, you couldn't go wrong. The darker you are, definitely the better. That was, you know, they never want you to be scared about that, even though I knew it was going to come from outside. You know, it's not till we get to a certain age in our life that we realize how much oppression we are under. And you see movies like that, it really makes you think because you start seeing those things from back in the day, you know, the cars and the people and how everything looked and you bring it up to this day and it's like, we're fighting the same thing, you know, fighting the same thing that they were fighting back then, nothing's changed. No. And it kind of saddens you. Yeah, it it does. And it's like, you know, I didn't want to go there yet, but here we are. And you know, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. It's whatever. I'm not even complaining. I just, but no, it's just you know, and, and just with that, you know, and it's just the same thing, you know, that made me think how far we've come, but not really. Yeah. And it's like even with that, I see like so many struggles we have, and I see struggles that other people don't have. And one struggle that I think that we have, that I think is very peculiar. I believe it's probably exclusive to us is the ownership of of the ness of the blackness of what defines blackness ultimately we yeah. don't own that it's like i forgot somebody else was saying white people you define everything i think that was uh i was at abby lincoln she was saying like they were because they were making a good point they were saying like i believe that you're like she's like your professional negro 
she's like, I'm a professional singer and I'm a Negro. I'm a professional Negro. Well, I don't think you should, yeah. you're working too hard to benefit off of you being a Negro. She was like, uh, Max Roach over here, he does the same thing I do. You just doing it because I'm a woman. You know? Yeah. And, and like I said, and just how that is defined, how we, we fight. And it's like, it's funny now that I'm older, I look at it, you know, mm. there is no one type of white person. There's redneck white people. There's, there's, there's uppity uptown white people. Yeah. There's all kinds of white people. There's different kinds of Asian people. But when it comes to black people, if you read the best, the best evenly when we had is black people and niggas. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's, and that's what I'm saying. It's like, how are you defining yourself? There is no middle ground. Nigga, either you Tupac or, or, or you like LeBron James or you like something like that. You know what I'm saying? There, there yeah. is no middle ground. Right. And it's like, it's no, you can't be cool about it and watching this and all these women like Pam Greer. Yeah, they, they made money for those people. And it was messed up because she was the draw, but best believe half of these women didn't make none of the money they should have made. Yeah. And then you look at now and it's so crazy. You went from people doing all this and not had a talent, you know, talking about uh, bust it open and wop and all this stuff. And yes, it's just like, yes, dang, yes. Dog, you know, but I get it. I always thought nothing could ever blow my mind when it comes to words and, you know, slang and all that stuff. I'm down with all of them. Don't bother me at all. But... When I start hearing that stuff, like, Jesus, they just say here, I'm just open to anybody. You know, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what how the um, kids are going to grow up nowadays. Yeah, like I was looking at the uh, Lena Horne and, and Diane Carroll, especially Diane Carroll. I was like, man, dad, she looks so well. Like, and I remember when I was the little, mainly the first time I remember seeing her was like on Dynasty. Like, Jesus Christ, is she acting or is she just a famous yeah. person doing the TV show? And she just punching white people in the face like, dang, this black lady is bad. Who is she? Is she married to Shaft? <laughs> but even like that and um, what was the uh, the movie she did? Uh, um, Claudine. Claudine. Yeah, like that movie. That movie was so dope, you know, and it's how it showed dealing with, if you're dealing with welfare and you're doing with that stuff and how, how much yeah. the government hinders you. And just for that to be a movie. And then it's like, I didn't even know that like they were saying it was a fight to put that out there. Wow, and that, that just, when I saw that movie, just really, you know, um, Claudine, I never knew that much about welfare like that, and I'm thinking, they don't even want you to have nobody else, just, you know, so, yeah, that was, uh, that was good as far as... Oh, yeah, it was, it, it was just, yeah, it blew my mind, you know, and it was, uh, as we don't know, and you don't know it until you see it, you're looking for yourself in everything you see you hear yeah. and everything you know what i'm saying that's why with my daughters i was so keen to do the same thing you did with me i wanted to define their definition or their opinion of blackness as soon as they understood hey um you're different color people okay look you're black and you're awesome okay that's the most because it's bad like i said before the world would define that for you and you look at all these women yeah. you know and let's look at lena horn her being light-skinned she could have took so many easy ways out well, you know, like they were saying with Lena Horne, the makeup they used to put on her to make her look like Mexican mm -hmm. or... Is it Hispanic? Hispan yeah, Hispanic. <laughs> anyway. Okay. <laughs> she said that they... Her daughter said that they put her in a... On that, put her in that makeup all the mm -hmm. time to make her look, you know, Mexican or something. Yeah, so I think we are... Let me see what we had on time. I'm messing around. No, I'm, oh, you know what? All right, we're making decent time. So I guess we could just right here. Um, I guess I'll let you do your say your synopsis or your final words in the documentary, and then I'll say mine, and I guess we could uh, take it from there. So the floor is yours, mother. Go. 
I thought it was a very good movie, uh, uh, documentary. I thought it was really good. And the way they presented it opens up your mind and makes you either think back to when you were younger and the things that you saw on TV, the commercials and stuff like that. You know, what it all meant really and what you saw. Do you remember the connection? I didn't remember a lot of connections until I, I saw, well, heard the things that they were saying in the uh, documentary. But yeah, I would give it out of five i'd give it a four uh, yeah I, I i would say the same thing and i just think um four because it had me in my emotions and i don't watch things to be in my yeah. emotions and i tried to be the opposite of in my emotions but just seeing how just how these women and they did like you know who are, uh abby lincoln i believe um how she just pretty much said screw her career yeah because I'm going to do this for my people. Yeah. And these are a lot of people who probably will never get half the prop they deserve. Like Nina Simone. Yeah. All I'm listening to is Nina Simone. Yeah. And it's just like how her music, like Mississippi Goddamn. Dude, I love that song. And it's just how her anger, you know, and it's crazy now to think that that was audacious back then. Like, oh, my gosh. She said, Goddamn. Yeah. Also sad because you listen to that and we ain't too far from that. You know, and it's just more so now. Yeah. You know, you look at things now, and I don't want to keep bringing it back to a negative tone, but it just it makes me see and you know look at things and how they are now, and just how people don't take stands no more. You know, and it's like the more money you oh, make, yeah, the less of a stand you take. That sounds like I feel like I'm Jesse mm-hmm. Jackson. The more money you make, the less of a stand you take. Y'all don't <laughs> hear me today, people. Yeah, because uh, the more money you make, the higher you build a fence, yeah. the more security you got. So you don't have to get out there. And I never thought about it when I was younger, you know, when I would go for marches and, you know, demonstrations and stuff like that. Um, I was doing it because of how I felt back then. And I just thought it would go on forever, but nothing happened. Nothing happened that was worth marching or anything like that for. But then when all of this stuff started in 2016 and, and realizing that all the marching and everything that happened really might not still not, not change anything, but... It's kind of sad. Then that in itself is a whole conversation for another time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, back to the documentary that we were just saying, uh, we both, you know, this is the second double thumbs up, you know, coming after the banker, which is something yeah. I think is was, um, I'm not going to say a palate cleanser, but I think, because I don't think it could have been another black movie we were supposed to watch, uh, try to do that American Skin. But we're both kind of iffy on that because movies... And this is us saying it before we've seen it. Because it's like, this this is proving the point of what we talk about. Yeah. Yeah, it's a movie about a black guy and he's mad because the cop killed his son. So I'm guessing at some point he's probably going to kill one cop. It's not going to be a good kill. Like he's going to blow his brains out. It could be one of those, ooh, ah, ooh, ah, death scenes. He's probably going to take the guy into the hospital or the building with him. And before he dies, he can understand where the black guy is coming from. And then be like, oh, man, I'm sorry. We, we, yeah. we connected with friends now. Oh, I did. And then he going to die. And then the people going to come in <laughs> and they're probably going to rush the black guy. We Basically, he ain't going to make it. There's no way at the end of this the black guy's going to make it. You don't kill a cop or you don't fight a cop and you, you're not going to make it. I'm yeah. fine with that. The problem we got and the question we got is how many cops is he going to kill before he dies? Before the end of the movie. Yeah, that would define how good that movie is. And I mean white cops. I want them to be in MAGA hats. Yeah. I, I want them to be. You go. You don't even have yeah. to have blood. Just have it when they head when you shoot. Their heads explode like clan masks pop up. 
Yeah, the real them like this a game. This is pre-review of American Skin at the end of the review for what we're just doing yeah. now, and I'm kind of blowed, so I'm gonna act like I didn't just not name this. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna try to catch that, <laughs> and we're also gonna try to with that little lies or little lies, whatever. We're gonna try to catch that too. So those two we got coming, but definitely the Denzel one. My mama's kind of biased on that. So that's what's up with that. We want to do American Skin definitely for relevancy, yeah. sake, relevancy sake and trending. But like we said, it, I know it's going to be on some weak stuff. Oh, it's going to be some we all friends at the end. You know what I'm saying? I, and we're we yeah. not about that. I, we want our vengeance. And if you got to go, I want my nigga yeah. going out like on some Shaka Zulu shit. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I want to say thank you, Mama, for taking time out of your day to record this with me. Oh, no problem, sweetie. Not at all. Well, I love you very much. Okay, I love you too. That's the end of it. She sounds like she's in a hurry to go, folks. Oh, no, I just to make sure before I go to say and stuff. Oh, I know. But like, yeah, so anyway, man, fuck these. Oh, are we still recording? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but no, uh, hold on. And, and we are done. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe and comment. Bye-bye.